Welcome to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell, where each week you hear from safety industry experts and leaders discussing safety culture, team development, and the future of the safety industry. If you are looking for help with your safety program or have questions, head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the True Safety Podcast. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Seth Silvers. I'm here with Apollonia Rockwell. Um, Apollonia, what is something in your week that you just really enjoyed this week? (laughs) My week consists of changing 50,000 baby diapers. So what did I actually enjoy this week? Um, Goldie, my newborn has almost learned how to flip over and roll over. So that was yeah, like flip that over. We... That's impressive. Doing somersaults already. <laughs> She's doing tumbling and somersaults. And that's like the highlight of my life <laughs> when I get home. So yeah, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I'm sure you stay busy at home and then you come and you lead true safety and amazing safety business. So today on the podcast, we are going to talk about why the safety cop stigma has to stop. Um, when yes. I started working with you a couple of years ago, this is one of the first things that I realized was really important to you was like getting rid of the stigma of the safety cop. Um, we're going to talk about how this relates to like safety managers and workers and leaders and executives on this episode. But to start, um, Apollonia, share a little bit behind why this is kind of a this is a touchy subject for you and why this is something that is worth talking about on the podcast. Yes, this is a sensitive topic. No, no, it's not a sensitive topic. It's a passionate topic because I feel like this is how true safety was born. I feel like I've told um, all, every team member during their new hire orientation. I'm like, if we had a slogan, it would be that we're not safety cops. And I've been literally saying that for seven years since we started and in an industry back then where everyone I felt like was a safety cop. And, and still to this day, when I think that nobody really is a safety cop, like, like that was an old thing, right? Then I, uh, interview clients about who they worked for, worked with in the past, or I talk to other safety consultants and I see that this is still happening today, which like really blows my mind. So I can't wait to Mm -hmm. talk about it. Yeah. So I think first off this, everybody's involved with kind of stopping this stigma. Um, you know, I think executives need to stop you know, need to reposition how they position safety to the company. I think workers yeah. need to have better understanding of what safety managers do and, and safety managers just need to stop being safety cops. So to start off with like the safety managers and safety professionals, uh, what are some ways that you think that they can just like, okay, like keep it simple, stop being a safety cop? Yeah. The best quickest way to stop being a safety cop is to shut your mouth and listen. (laughs) Like that's the biggest thing that you could do truly is you might be the subject matter expert in OSHA regulations and DOT um, and EPA and you might know it all. You really might know it all. There's some people that really just know it all, but you will never know as much than your employees do. And that's important to know because the guys and girls in the field, you know, are, are working their buns off. And the last thing that they want to see is somebody who graduated with a safety degree 
or somehow got into safety and somebody's telling them how to do their job. Like that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and with their nice not- shiny boots that have never been never been dirty. Yes. And my, my boss, my first boss was, was telling, like, was painting that picture to me, like Apollonia, like, just so you know, like everyone's going to eat you up, like your shiny white hard hat and your new PPE. And I was like, really? And, um, he's like, yeah, I would throw, I would throw your hard hat in the dirt right now. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I threw it and I got it all dirty. And I was like, wow, this was so stupid, (laughs) but I just wanted to do everything possible to not look like it was my first day on the job when it in fact Mm -hmm. was my first day on the job. So, um, yeah, the biggest thing is whether you're new, whether you're semi-experienced, whether you're a subject matter expert and all there is to know about safety, listen to the team and lead with questions. That goes with just being a good leader. Mm-hmm. You know, like all these things we talk about of how to be a good safety leader and da, 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 it's it we can really just chuck the word out. Like I've talked about another podcast. We could chuck out the safety word and like I said in the last podcast, talk about in other shows is that I don't believe in a safety culture. I believe in a company culture. I don't believe in being a great safety leader. I just believe in being a great leader. Mm-hmm. So it all, all the pr- same principles apply here. Um, is just like lead with listening. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Uh, we should probably be listening a lot more than we're talking. And I think yeah. some of the questions safety managers can be asking to kind of reposition it is like, okay, one, how can you be supportive? Yeah. Uh, two, how can you communicate your vision? Um, don't just go in and like tell people what they should be doing, should not be doing. How do you actually communicate your vision? And then I think another is like, how can you show your workers you care? Um, what are some ways you can actually do that? And I'll add one. I think that that's great. I love those. And yeah, how can you show them that you really care about their success, their families, their wins? And then also, like every time that I would go on site and I saw something wrong and I saw that, I don't know, maybe there was a process that was broken or people weren't wearing fall protection, using the whole system or doing things properly. I would simply bring somebody aside, non-confrontational, and just be like, so why, so like, why is that? Like, why, mm. why aren't we wearing the, the safety goggles that we brought? Like, how come the face shield isn't being worn? Like, do you know? Like, why other, I'm just curious. Like, I'm, and, and a lot of the time when you just ask people, they're like, oh my gosh, it's because the face shield doesn't fit. The goggles suck. They, they fog up. Um, the fall protection, like we don't really, somebody missed wearing their fall protection the other day because it doesn't fit. Like it says it's a universal fit, but it doesn't fit Eddie. It doesn't fit the same Mm -hmm. way, or it's really hard to use. Like that fall protection system is so complicated, Apollonia. Like it's so complicated that nobody knows how to use it, to be honest with you. And it's like, oh, we need a fall protection training, or maybe it's not even a full blown class. Like everyone just needs to know like how to don and doff your, your, your fall protection. Mm -hmm. You just need a, a quick refresher. So when you just really genuinely come at it with a, with a curiosity mindset, you'll get all the answers that you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so good to like really ask why and try to understand why your workers aren't being safe. Um, instead of just saying like, Hey, you need to do this and this. So the next step is kind of talking to workers and 
um, not just workers, but really everybody, but like really how people are interpreting the safety managers. Um, I feel like a lot of people, you know, they're looking at their safety managers as safety cops before they even know them. Like kind of like your boss said, like, like you were going to lose that. You were going to lose your first day before you even started. Like didn't really matter what you did because there was this perception of like, okay, there's a new safety person. They're going to come in. They're going to tell us what to do. So what has to change about the perception um, for, from workers, from frontline workers and employees? Yeah. Well, I think you, you said something really great in the beginning of the show is how safety is rolled out is going to be everything because that will change the perspective of the frontline workers. And so one thing I've never really talked about this on the show, but I think there came a point in my career in safety, working full time with this oil and gas construction trucking company is, you know, I was fighting these uphill battles and I was still trying to find my journey on how to be effective, like how to make an impact. And I pulled my boss aside one time and I was like, I need you to have my back. Like you are the, you are like the superstar of this company. Cause I had an owner that was super charismatic. I mean, and he had these really loyal employees because they were loyal to him. This, I mean, he's just a really good guy, like the owner of this company. And so I was like, if you, the, if you look down on safety, I was going to use a cuss word, but if you look down on safety, everyone else is going to and like all you're doing is like paying me for nothing because mm -hmm. like you're just paying you know me for to people to hate me and not listen to me and and just you know not be effective mm -hmm. i'm like but if you say hey Ap like apollonia is enforcing this because we're trying to gain a new contract hey we're really trying to push these things because our goal is zero incidents and once we achieve that then we're going to get these these new contracts we're going to open up the division in in texas we're going to be able to go after these new opportunities if we can get our safety rating lower in order to get our safety rating lower these are the things that we need to do so my boss then i'll so weird. I'm just thinking about this, but he would start the meeting. He would start the safety meeting off versus me because I would always kick it off. But at this time, the culture was really struggling. So he would go out there and say, this is why this is important to me. Apollonia, take it away. Like I've hired Apollonia to do this and here's what she's going to do. Here's what we're up to. Apollonia, go ahead and go for it. And when mm. he participated in the, and I was like, I almost said the name, but um, when my boss when he would participate in the safety meetings. Cause I was like, I would like pick on him in the meetings. Like, Hey, like show me, like, give me an example of something that we could do to um, do this process better. What's an example mm -hmm. of an incident we had last year and how could we do that better? Ask the, I, I, I gave him a heads up, you know, I'm not putting my boss on the spot. Right. I told him we're going to do this. But when, he, when people saw that he took the safety meeting serious, game changer. Yeah. And they did that with my clients in the future game changer. If the boss is in their, on their back, in the back of the safety meeting texting, like no one's going to care. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. And you know, th this episode's meant to be simple and kind of understanding, like there's going to be three categories of like why somebody's called the safety cop. Like it's going to come from, you know, safety managers, like how you present yourself. Um, it's going to come from the top and executives and how you're presented from how safety and your role is presented from the leadership and the executives. And then also workers like there's so many workers, too, that like they're going to fall in line a lot of times with how it's presented from the culture. But yeah. I think like, you know, workers have to we, we have to change as frontline workers. We have to change how we view safety as well. 
Um, and we have to realize like, oh, it's not good for our culture to look at somebody as a safety cop, like understand, like, okay, how can we understand that? Like Apollonia is fresh out of college, you know, fresh, clean white hat, like, and she actually just wants us to like make it home to our families. Yeah. Um, like understanding that perspective, I think is really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just look at a big picture, like, well, this person just graduated college trying to teach me how to do my job or hey everyone like it's Apollonia's job to to really learn the ins and outs of the company um she you know it's it's her job to really pull the feedback from the team and understand what you guys need and, and and it's her job to figure out what's working and what's not working and then be the voice of that and then start implementing things for the company that's going to make your job easier that's her job totally it's like, yeah well, night and day yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, like we said at the beginning, I think the stigma of the safety cop has to die, um, not just for companies and specifically in their safety culture, but just for companies in general. Like you have we everybody, it's a team effort to be safe, but it's also a team effort to understand that like being a safe company is the best way to increase profits, treat our customers well, grow the company. Um, say safety is the, is the path forward to doing that. So Apollonia, this has been great. I'm sure this is a conversation we'll revisit regularly because uh, this, again, this is a stigma that is all over the place in safety, you know, construction and oil and gas, all the, all the industries that seems to be a problem. So this is probably something we'll continue to talk about, but we encourage you as our listeners to, uh, challenge your perspective towards safety wherever you're at, whether you're a safety manager, a worker, or in leadership on this. So Apollonia, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing some of your knowledge uh, around the safety cop conversation. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you everyone for listening and to make sure to tune in next time. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell. If you are looking to save time and money with your safety program this year, we'd love to hear from you. Head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast to schedule a free call with our team, where we will help you identify the biggest opportunities for growth in your company and safety program, and we'll connect you with the right resources to help you grow. Again, that is truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you know anyone who needs to hear this episode today, click the share button and send them this episode. 